And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, we are back in each other's presence and I wouldn't be anywhere else but right here. Welcome. Come on in. It's the Elephant Room. I am your host, Philip Conley Jr. Again, so glad to have you if it's your first time here. We talk about awkward moments and what makes us laugh about and what makes us grow from them, what makes us better from them and all of everything else in between get comfortable man i'm trying not to lose it i'm trying not to lose y'all i'm not i'm trying not to lose anything matter of fact i that has been a vein of my the bane of my existence for my whole entire life losing things losing things losing items losing Glasses, losing contacts, losing controllers, losing keys, losing whatever else, you know, you name it. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've lost it. That is just, and it, and it's something that I thought would get better over time and it's not. Like if I, if I let myself, if I, if I don't think about it, I will lose whatever it is on my person. <laughs> Like I said, keys, wallet, cell phones, headphones, I will lose it. It just, it is, that's just me. My mind is always, I'm always thinking of the next thing. You know, when individuals say like, oh, I'm a big picture thinker, like, like I say this a lot. I'm a big picture thinker. Like I think in, in big spurts or I think in grandiose thought processes and such and so forth that's the byproduct or that's the the consequence of having that characteristic having that ability to think big you forget the little things thinking big i forget or i can forget the little things i can forget my keys i can forget my charger i can forget where I put my flip flops. It just those little things and it's not that they're not important. I love you know, I would love to keep my wallet intact. I would love to keep my credit cards on me and I don't have to order new ones and have to go through the horrible experience of changing information on my computers and phones and so on. You know, you know, you gotta when you get a new credit card you got to change the the information. Oh, I got to retype. I got to retype the the credit card number on the things that I'm going to charge it to, you know, on my bills or whatever, on my streaming services, in my phone, from my Google and Apple Pay. Like, I don't want to go through all that. (laughs) I don't want to go through all that. I would love to just not lose it. But that's something that I've, I've battled all my life. Losing losing it is that something that you've that you've encountered an awkward moment like it's it's so awkward when you get all the way home and you realize that you do not have your keys and now you gotta call the restaurant that you just went to or even the movie theater which let's not talk about that nightmare the movie theater losing your keys or losing whatever you know your wallet losing your phone in a movie theater bro 
Dog. <laughs> you is I mean, cause you guys, there's so much risk. Cause it's relatively dark, so you gotta remember where you you know where you were sitting. Hopefully, you know, the people that clean the movie theater have good character and if they found it they either turn it in or you know they didn't keep it for themselves and the thought of maybe I didn't even lose it at the movie theater maybe I lost it prior to that maybe I lost it at the mall like bro <laughs> you feel me like that it's so much to losing it there's so much consequence to losing it. There's so much heaviness to losing it. Let's talk about how you feel once you realize that you lost something. How you feel once you realize that you don't have the things you had when you left the house. Like that that is a heart-wrenching feel. Like you I lost my wallet. Oh, I got my my driver's license so then I got to drive without a driver's license. And if I get pulled over, I got to explain to the police the situation. They're going to believe me. Or, you know what I'm saying? It might be a dick. You know what I mean? It might be somebody that's trying to be a jerk. And they hit me with a ticket for driving without a driver's license. Even though I lost it. Even though I'm going back to get it. You feel me? Like, it is just... Ugh, God, I don't have to go through that. I don't have to go through calling all my banks or even going, you know, now you can do it in the app, but going through the app and pausing all my cards and all, I don't want to do all that. I just, I just want, I just want my items. I want to be able to always know and keep my items where they, where they're supposed to be. That's why now I have a checklist everywhere I go. Every time I leave a place, I have a checklist. And I check that checklist in my mind and I, and I move on. But sometimes that's not always bulletproof. There's times where I, <laughs> where I forget. Till this day, there's times where I forget. And that feeling that I always, because it always goes back. Here we go. All right, fine. Here we go. <laughs> it's the moment where you realize like, oh, this is, you found the, you found the slide. You found the hill. You know, sometimes when you have conversation or sometimes when you're having dialogue or sometimes when you're just reflecting and going through your thoughts, you're like, man, why am I thinking about this? Or why is this something that I really have on my heart, have on my mind? Why am I pondering? And then you hit that moment where you're like, oh, there's the entryway to the pain or there's the entryway to the awkward moment. There's the entryway to the thing that really has put this on my heart you know there's I've been dealing with the symptoms now I see the diagnosis you know and so I think back to all the times that I lost things in my my childhood and I felt helpless I really felt helpless because I couldn't I couldn't understand why I was like that back then back then even feeling like I, I don't even understand why I'm like like I I really don't mean to lose usually it was my keys or usually it was my glasses and as a kid you don't really realize or understand the the value of money but yet 
I never liked I never liked the way my mom talked to me when I lost things or even even <laughs> or even when when I would lose things and let's say we got them back or let's say my glasses or whatever you know I haven't lost anything and it's a normal day when she would bring it up or hold it over my head like you ready to go now don't you forget that you you got to go through this unprovoked you got to go through this whole lecture of remembering things because you have a history of losing it but yet in that moment you haven't lost anything in that moment your 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 slate is clean but yet she was still holding over my head so I, I hated that I hated that so most times when I lose things most times when I lose things I still revert back to that feeling as a kid I still revert back to feeling like man I, I don't know what's wrong with me and now as I've gotten older it has changed a little bit like there, it takes a moment for things for me to it takes a moment for things to be lost to me like yeah sometimes like when I get home from a night out or whatever and I don't have my wallet okay that's lost but sometimes I'm like okay I can't find my iPad but I know I haven't taken it anywhere so it's it's somewhere around here so I'm not I'm not really tripping on it you know like I haven't really I haven't really gone anywhere in the past couple days so I can't find my wallet but I know it's here or it might be in my car and that's the routine like I said like whether I try not to bring my wallet <laughs> Every place I go, I'm always like, y'all got y'all got the option to Apple Pay? Oh yeah, we got the option to Apple Pay. Oh, fantastic! Wallet is not leaving the car. Wallet is not even coming out of the house. And yet, it's still an awkward moment because I I leave my license at home when I do that. So it is what it is. But I can confidently tell the police hey i have my license i have a photo of it it's just not on me it's somewhere at home oh you lost it at home oh yeah of course <laughs> but that's just to save me you know what i mean like at, older philip has has created routines or created uh certain situations so that i can have a high success rate of keeping my stuff so like i was saying hi it takes a minute for me to feel like something is lost unless I know, okay, I had this on me. It's not on me. My keys are gone or my old wallet's gone or my phone is gone. And I always revert back to feeling like I felt when I was a kid. But that's okay. That's okay. We always, we're always going to have something to wrestle with. We're always going to have something to bottle or, or unravel we have a really big life we have a really big timeline that we're dealing with you know some of us are in our 30s some of us are in our 20s 20 years is a long time 20 years is a long time I know it doesn't seem like that but you know if you if you get sentenced 20 years you're like oh my my life is over but now you know you're sitting somewhere 20 and it's like okay 
I feel like I haven't lived a lot or I have I feel like I haven't lived enough. But 20 years is still a long time. 20 years is something it's not something to sneeze at when you're dealing with the same thing every year. You're dealing with the same thing initially, essentially every day. So that's okay. I I accept that. I accept that about me. That's why I make sure that I have routines or have things that I want to do things that I have to do to keep my items on me (laughs) but I hate losing I hate losing like the feeling of losing your data the feeling of losing a backup or the the, the feeling of not having something that you once had it's heart-wrenching in the same thing. Remember, I remember when backing up your device was like an all-evening thing. I remember, man, I remember. This is when smartphones were just just up and coming and, and just getting their groove. And like when you got a new phone, they had a separate device that you had to plug your phone up to and just let it sit and then you come back because obviously you probably be in the mall or something you come back and then the the backup will be cool and then you put it on the new phone and that would take some you know some time I don't know like an hour maybe hour or so but now but now you got to make sure that you got storage on your phone you got to make sure that you got storage in your cloud to get the backup because if you get a new phone and you be like and they ask you at the store too (laughs) And I'm the type of person that I'm I'm impatient. Like I'm just not like if I'm coming to get the phone, I've I done done I've done all my pre preliminary work, bro. Like and I've done all that. So if I did if if I'm coming to get the phone, I'm coming to get the phone. I'm not coming to for you to to back my stuff up. You know what I'm saying? I I'm not coming for all that. So just give me the phone. But you know, sometimes when I'm being impatient and I don't remember to back my phone up and I wipe the phone you know you can't get this but you can't get this information back if you wipe it bro wipe it I'm out of here <laughs> I'm out of here bro wipe it I'm good I done all my pre preliminary work I done all that I don't <laughs> for real like I gotta say that one more time I done all my preliminary work bro I'm good and I get home and I start up the phone and I'm like, yo, I didn't back it. And you talking, and it's not only, it's not just text messages no more. Back then it was like text messages, contacts, um, text messages, contacts, something else, probably settings back in the day. Now, now, bruh, now, hey, now you talking about text messages photos videos contacts email notes calendar apps passwords <laughs> there is no other feeling like the feeling of getting to a website that you know that you have an account you have you know you have a username or whatever a password and you don't know the password you don't even know the username. Not not even just the password. You don't even know the username, bro. Like, you don't know 
how to get into this account. Because you didn't back up your device. <laughs> you didn't back You lost the, the you lost it, man. And I'm the type, I, I call, I call every, you know, I call Apple, I call whoever I need to call. Like, hey, are you, you know, Best Buy? Is there a way that y'all could like find, find information or find data that, or data that wasn't backed up on a phone? Can y'all do so you're asking us to find something that you didn't back up and you erased? Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it should be, it should, it's like y'all got more technology, y'all got more tools than I do at home. Like, can y'all do something? No, sir. <laughs> and that's when you hit them with the, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, 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 thank you, bye. <laughs> Cause I be feeling like oh, I, I need to know But I'm sorry for wasting your time But then again I'm like I need to know And I probably made your day go by faster By giving you some comedic relief By giving you something to talk about With your co-workers And by giving you a lasting memory That will go for you Or go with you forever Like Okay I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm, <laughs> Like that just is what it is Like that's just me I hate losing hate losing things i hate losing data i hate losing items wallets keys cell phone glasses i hate losing at games i'm a poor sport and, and i'm at the moment i'm at the time in my life where i reflect a lot and i wonder where the makeup of who i am came from what what happened to me that made me a sore loser. And I'm trying so hard. I'm that individual that it might come off as annoying. I don't care. But it might come off as annoying that I'm that individual trying so hard to break a lifelong struggle or a lifelong attribute that it's noticeable. Like you beat me in a game. I'm like, good game. Good game. That was fantastic. Man, you are so good. <laughs> when really I want to flip tables and I want to throw cups and I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, man, that was fantastic. Wow. Like, just, I just couldn't get it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm that type of person because I don't understand where being a poor sport came from. And I don't like it. Being a poor sport doesn't feel good. Like it's it's not like when you get to participate in being a poor sport that you feel good afterward. That you feel good after you pout. You feel good after you given your excuses. Like I I couldn't be a professional. I I think about these. I could not be a professional athlete. <laughs> I couldn't be a professional athlete at all. Like not 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 whatsoever because not only. Am I a poor sport? So losing a game, so I'm I'm angry on the field or on the court. I, I lost, so you know they gotta you gotta shake hands or whatever. I'm not shaking hands. I'm going straight to the locker room, bro. I'm not I'm not shaking hands. I'm going straight to the locker room. And then the press, hey Philip, they don't you know you got to you got your press conference time. I'm I'm giving all the excuses, you know. 
Man, if I don't know what y'all saw, but I saw, I was in the huddle. Y'all wasn't in the huddle. I was in the huddle. The coach, he did something differently than what he usually does, and so that didn't really work out, and he had a new game plan for this team, which I don't know. The last team, it kind of worked, so why not? I'm that type of person. Like, excuses no matter what. A poor sport, and it doesn't feel good. I hate losing. I hate losing. Cause somewhere here, here we go. I, I mean, here, I, this is what we're supposed to do. This is why we're here. Awkward moments, but awkward moments don't feel good. Can I put that out there? Awkward moments don't feel amazing. They don't feel like relief. You like we have to make the relief. When I like when awkward moments happen, they produce most likely they produce negative feelings. So you're you got cut off or whatever. It's not funny until you have calmed down. It's not funny until you have come out of that situation. But in the moment, it hurts. It's painful. In that moment, you are just you don't know how to feel right you don't know how to feel and so when we experience awkward moments don't feel ashamed don't be afraid of understanding that awkward moments or negative feelings are they're okay they're they're normal to feel they're normal to feel They're normal to feel, but like I was saying, digging and and experiencing awkward moments, digging and feeling and experiencing awkward moments produce a negative feeling. And it's when we're out of it, we, we can laugh or when we're out of it, we can find the gym when we're out of it, we can find what makes us better we can you know we can do that type of work but but being in it being a poor sport being in it being a poor sport expressing your negative feelings and that's just not it's not fun and it's not only not fun for you it's not fun for people around you it's not fun for people to play again it's not fun for people to feel good it's like it's like you make people feel bad for being better than you you make people feel bad for having a skill set or or competing or doing the game better than what you could have done but let me win oh i'm talking i'm still talking (laughs) it's a double-edged sword baby philip loses he's talking but he's talking excuses Philip wins he's talking and he's talking his shit (laughs) not really like I said I'm I'm moving and I'm working and I've been working really hard to not be that way because I don't understand where it came from I don't understand where it came from I don't understand why being a poor sport is a part of my makeup I don't know what happened I don't know where or when it happened but I wanted to stop Cause I hate losing. 
but I wanted to stop. Because although I hate losing, I have to really understand and recognize the value of the loss. Like, does the loss determine my value? Does the loss determine my worth? Does the loss determine my stability and my lifestyle? No, it's, it's a game. No, it's a it's a crossword puzzle. Or no, it was a race or what? Nah, nah. And me thinking that I'm a natural competitor or I might have been groomed that way. That has nothing to do with who you are as a human being, Philip. Talking to myself. So I hate losing. I hate losing people. Oh, this is a hot this this episode I, it, <laughs> this episode has has created a whirlwind because obviously this is real time I don't cut or I don't stop and take a break I just hit record I have my notes and I, I have a general thought process of what I'm going to talk about and what awkward moments I'm going to address or even think about but there are some moments where it's just they, they, they snuff you they snuff you man and you have to deal with it in real time. So I hate losing people. I hate losing people. But when I think about it and when I reflect and when I look at society as a whole, we rejoice society. We rejoice for we rejoice when someone has three or four friends close friends we rejoice man you are a man you are blessed you you are a commodity like i can't believe that you have three to four friends i don't have two i may have one and then there's individuals that say i don't have any majority say i don't have any but there are people that rejoice or we all I know I do when I hear somebody like, oh, I, I have four, you know, I have four close friends. Also, we rejoice because our definition of friendship has changed. Our definition of friendship has changed. You used to be, you know, hi, my name's Philip. Oh, he's my friend. I met him at the park. That's my friend. I met him at school. That's my friend. Now it's it's situational now it's transactional so our friendships we have to not not our friendships we we monitor what have you done or where what effort are you putting into getting to know me what effort are you getting to what effort are you putting into our relationship what effort are you putting into texting me or calling me or What effort are you receiving from me? What effort are you allowing me to be a part of your life or be a part of your kid's life? What, you know, we monitor now. And the individuals that we see that are putting as much as putting as much energy into the relationship as we are. Are slim now. So in one aspect, I'm like, man, I I don't like losing people. and I've lost a lot of people. 
it is what it is i lost a lot of people whether it be natural death like actual death physical death they're not here on this earth anymore i can't access them like i once did they're a spirit being or a social death that we just don't talk anymore for whatever reason again i'm never a person to feel like or to say that my hands are all the way clean i've definitely had my I've had my share of deciding when I'm done with someone or someone doesn't serve their purpose or or is done serving their purpose in my life and, and walked away. But I believe that's life and that's that's what happened. And that's what brings me to my conclusion when I look at society and see that there are a lot of people dealing with the same thing that I'm dealing with, losing people. Can you imagine if we still had the same friends i mean same amount of friends same amount of energy friends that we had when we were young and let's kindergarten that i think kindergarten is when or let's say let's say sixth grade sixth grade is like when you when you're flourishing too because now now you know and you you're starting to understand groups you're starting to understand certain individuals fit in certain sectors of your life so I hang out with my boys when we're playing ball. I hang out with the girls when I'm watching movies. I hang out with, you know, the nerds when I need my help with my homework. I'm hanging out with the emo kids when I want to talk or just have a fun time at a rave or something. Hang out with the EDM kids, all that, you know. Sixth grade, can you imagine if the people that we called our friends back at sixth grade, the people that we not even just called our friends, but the amount of conversation, the amount of interaction that we had with people in sixth grade, we damn near interacted with our entire class every hour. And I had seven, seven classes, seven hours, you know what I'm saying? Seven hours of, of information. And each class probably had 20 kids in it. You feel me? So 20 kids times seven. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that network? Can you imagine? And I know some of us, we like, oh, I lock in with the people that I graduated with. I mean, that that varies from town to town or city to city or you grew up in because some people graduated with 1,500 people. Some people graduated with 50. But can you imagine Having those interactions, having those type of people in your life as your friends right now that you had at sixth grade. Bruh, that's a lot of death. That's a lot of walking away. That's a lot of exile. Because now that you think you're like, yo, I don't even, I don't even talk to 90% of those people anymore. I don't even talk to 95% of those people anymore. <laughs> in middle school, in junior high, what? There's a lot of exile. There's a lot of people that that have walked away or that's a lot of that's a lot of people that life has maneuvered out of your out of your life, whether good or bad. Who knows? But I hate losing people. I hate the thought of under or wondering what if 
and I'm a def I'm a huge what if thinker. I'm a huge thinker of alternate realities. Like, man, how would it be? What would things be like if? And not just my life. I mean, September 11 just passed this. I'm a I'm a person that man. What would life be if we did not have the 9/11 tragedy happen to us? I heard that the the airports was a breeze. The airport was amazing. You got a flight at 10:30. You arrive at 10 o'clock, and you on the flight. Now you got a flight at 10:30. You psh, minimum be there at nine, <laughs> and that's cutting it. Cause you never know what TSA gonna be on, and you never know what TSA gonna be on when it comes to your bag. So you can get through TSA, but then they'd be like, "Yo, come step over here. We got something in your bag." Like, bruh, come on, man. But I'm definitely a, an alternative thinker of reality. Like, what if? How would this be if this happened? How would this be if something else happened and whatever? Because I hate losing people. But again. It seems like we all have. In this moment in time, and this this episode is more so accepting an awkward moment, accepting that you're going to lose things. Accepting that you're going to lose sometimes. You're going to lose items you're going to lose people you're going to lose data you're going to lose things that you thought were valuable at one point and now you got to figure out how you're going to survive without it because it's not there anymore sheesh Woof. <laughs> i hate losing ideas let's put it out there i hate losing ideas i hate it i can't stand it can't stand when I'm in a position of thinking of an idea and I cannot record it anywhere. Yo, you should see my phone. I have I just a common folder or a common document that just has random thoughts or just has random ideas in it because I can't get anywhere where my iPad is and I I need to record it or when I get home or where I get to my destination. I'll most likely forget. I know this about me. And it's not even it's not even that I think my mind is going bad. It's not even that I think that something's wrong with me. There's so much going on in life, not just my life in life. There's so much going on in life that it's almost impossible to hold on to something that you don't see value in right now. That something is so immature, that something that's so premature that you you can't hold on to it for long. So if you are an individual that forgets ideas or forgets things, don't don't count it strange. It is normal because so much is happening. You have to make so many decisions in so many amount of so many so many minutes you know there's they say like it's like 35,000 decisions we make on a daily basis 35,000 on a daily basis don't for don't don't think that 
You need to go get a CAT scan because you can't remember. You just made 10,000 decisions that was <laughs> that your life depended on. You just made 15,000 decisions that your life depended on. You just made 27,000 decisions that not only your life depended on, but maybe your spouse's life, maybe your kid's life, maybe your your parents' life depended on. I mean, it's a lot. It's okay. It's okay. But it's okay to recognize that we hate losing. We hate losing ideas. I hate losing ideas. I hate losing a thought that I I could definitely change the world with whatever I thought of, but I forgot it. I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling of I can't execute what I thought of because I forgot it. I can't execute. I can't see this thing fully and totally into its fullest potential because I don't even remember what it was. And forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, because if you're new in my life and I see you and I don't remember your name, forgive me. I forget. Would you rather somebody not acknowledge your name and just continue to talk to you? Or would you rather somebody ask? Let me know in the comments. Would you rather somebody ask you? Would you rather somebody acknowledge that they forgot or try to play it off and, you know, slip under the radar and hope and hope that you don't bring up names and hope that you don't get asked, Are you, do you remember me? <laughs> no. I'm sorry, I don't remember, and I don't remember your name. Or I might have remembered you, but I don't necessarily remember your name. Uh, I mean, forgive me, please. Please. I hate, I hate losing motivation. I hate losing motivation. Motivation is so fickle. Motivation is so... so fickle it, it is on its own time and for a long time I feel like I wanted to be a motivational speaker but that's like selling candy it's not necessarily good for you it tastes good in the moment but it's not not necessarily good for you I want to be a motivational speaker because I, I wanted to inspire people I wanted to lift people's hearts and spirits but it's not necessarily good for you if we're, we're just sitting around chasing motivation, it's like an energy drink. By the time we need it, it's useless. I could be motivated looking at a film. I could be motivated looking at a restaurant. But the work or my workstation or, or where I really find solidarity is at home or maybe I need to travel someplace and when I get to that place there's a lot of other things happening and so fatigue sets in and once I get tired once I get once I need rest motivation is no match for that motivation is not a match for that and that raises the question of what's the need for motivation I believe motivation is 
is created to point us to consistency. Motivation is kind of like the ridges on the road. Okay, that came out of nowhere. Ridges on the road. Motivation is like the ridges on the road. Like you're on the path. You're going, you know, wherever you need to go. And sometimes we veer off. We hit those ridges and it's like, okay, I'm back on. I'll get back on it. But it's a lot of other things that keep us going, like fuel, like our tires, like our brake lights and so on and so forth. There's so much other things. So if you're a business partner or if you're a beautician or if you're a content creator, whatever you want to, you know, whatever your venture is, maybe being a content creator is I need to continue to write scripts or I need to continue to produce and document whatever it is I need to produce and document photos or videos posts reels tiktoks whatever it is i need to just continue to do it and i got motivation so you know i I put a little gas more gas or i stepped on the gas more to correct what i've been doing i believe that's what motivation is for and if you have a different thought of motivation why don't you let me know in the comments once again i'm not speaking or saying that what i say is law what i feel is is concrete and definite but I, for me I'm just saying I, I'm done chasing motivation I'm done chasing motive, being motivated or being that that being the end goal I'm done I want to be consistent I want to be determined I want to be determined, so no matter if I'm tired or not, I want to be determined to get it done. No matter if I'm tired or not, I want to get into the studio. No matter if I'm tired or not, I want to write my script. No matter if I'm tired or not, I want to take my photography to the next level. If I'm tired or not, I want to make that phone call or return that email or get down and meet whoever I need to meet. I want to be determined. I want to be focused. I want to be driven. I don't want to be motivated. I feel like motivation comes from someone else's agenda, someone else's uh, intention. If I I want to motivate you, I intend for you to do something for me. I intend to do something for you to do something that ultimately benefits me. No, I want you. I want you inspired. I want you. I want you ready. I want you ready to to do what you need to do for you, not for me. You know, I I enjoy and I appreciate and and I'm so elated that you guys come to the elephant room. But I I don't want you motivated. I want you ready to to take whatever it is that we we talk about and utilize it in your life. You know what I mean? That's that's why I always open it up for a dialogue it's not it's not law I accept losing things are a part of life I accept that what am I going to do about it oh I'm going to set a routine so that losing things isn't a big piece of my life anymore I'm going to put more effort into relationships I'm going to put more effort into keeping my items on me I'm going to put more effort in the preliminary work that I need to to do to keep my data i'm gonna put more effort into making sure that i have a common 
document or folder to write my ideas down. I'm going to put more effort into being ready, into being inspired, into being consistent and driven in my work. But I hate losing. (laughs) And that's something that I'll uh, continue to fight and continue to conquer. Hopefully you do too. Let me get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Elephant Room, and I have I've had such an amazing time. Thank you for being with me. First time visitors, come back again. We love you. We don't want to lose you. <laughs> and people that keep coming back, I love you. You mean the world to me. Find me on all social media platforms, P-H-I-L-X-P-R-Y. Subscribe to the podcast however you get it. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button that notification bell so you know when other elephant room episodes drop again i love you from the bottom of the top of my heart if this is giving you so much or any value at all share with your people share with everybody that you know until next time y'all peace and love